even a little younger than that won't love it every bit as much. So we'll have links in the show notes of this episode so you can get your hands on his work, The Bark of the Bog Owl and the rest of the Wilder King trilogy. If you go to readaloudrevival.com and look for episode 67. Today, my 13-year-old Allison is back here on the Read Aloud Revival podcast. You'll remember she helped me interview Jonathan Augier back in episode 56, I believe it was. Today, she's going to help me chat with Jonathan Rogers. Allison, hi. Hey. So glad you're here. So before we talk to Dr. Rogers about his books, what did you like best about the Wilder King books? I found them impossible to put down personally. Yeah, that's always a favorite thing, right? Yes. (laughs) I love books like that, except you were probably supposed to be doing your chores. Most of the time. (laughs) Okay, well, without further ado, let's welcome Jonathan Rogers to the show. Jonathan, welcome to the Read Aloud Revival. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. This is uh, what a a sweet introduction. Um, That means a lot to me for you to say that that these books are among your favorites. Well, you know, I had heard them recommended over and over, and I finally picked one up at one of the great homeschool conventions at the Rabbit Room booth, and I started reading it on the plane ride home, and I'm pretty sure I ignored like every meal I was supposed to feed my children and all of the laundry and (laughs) everything the next couple days while I devoured the rest of your series and the charlatans, boy, because I was not ready to leave the world of Cornwall. (laughs) So you and I have a lot to talk about, but before we do, I want to let Allison chat with you a little bit about the Wilder King books. So to set the stage for our listeners, I want to describe a little bit about the first book, which is The Bark of the Bog Owl. I already told you, I think this book is perfect for nine to 14s, also for kids a little younger than that, kids a lot older than that, like me. (laughs) They'll enjoy it just as much. This is the story of Aiden, who's a pretty well-behaved boy in a family in Cornwall, who ends up being called to something a little higher and demands a little more courage than he realizes that he has. He kind of he's a he's a shepherd boy. He's just sort of like one of the younger brothers, just sort of living normal life in the setting is set in a swamp that looks a lot like uh, Georgia or Florida, uh, South Georgia and Florida. And so you have kind of this picture of just ordinary life. The Fiji Fen is, according to the people who live in Cornwall, a myth. They don't believe that there are people in that there are Fiji's living in the Fiji Fen. I love some of the characters in this book, the truth speaker. I can actually recite from memory some of the things that the truth speaker says to Aiden during the book because they're such powerful, poignant moments. And the bantering and the fun between the different, the everyday normal relationships between brothers and friends in the books. There it's. It's really, I don't know how you did it, Jonathan. I don't know how you did such a perfect marrying of like the kind of spirit of Tolkien, the spirit of Lewis and the Americana kind of vibe of Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. But you did it. It's just kind of amazing. Somebody reviewed probably book two and commented on how it was obvious that I, that I was influenced by Twain. And, it, and I had to acknowledge 